so it's like I, I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to ask two questions at once. All right, please. So it's <laughs> sorry, please. Okay, so how how would you like explain to somebody? Because there's this trend on TikTok currently right now of a song mm. that is expressing, you know, the love for God, but also the love for this world. Mm, so dichotomy. Yes. Right. So it's like I, I think a lot of people feel like they can't have a relationship with God because they do have loves of this world you know what i mean like they there's parts of this world that is man you know the man-made part of you know the partying the going out the this this, and that Mm -hmm. but they feel like because they encounter those things and they enjoy those things that they can't have a deep fulfilling relationship with god when i don't think that's the case personally um because i personally live my life as such Mm -hmm. i have a very strong relationship with god but I still like to go on brunch. Mm-hmm. I still like to go brunch. I like my mimosas. Mimosas, I like, right? <laughs> like I like to go out. I like to party. Yeah, you know. I mean, absolutely. I don't go often. Right. Probably maybe two, three times a year. But yeah. when I do, I'm going to enjoy myself. So I think what what could you say to somebody who 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 kind of go, goes through that conflict in their mind? Of, sure, that's a really great question. Um, so for one, I would say it's normal. You are human, right? And you're having a human experience, and I get it. You know, as believers, and I'm speaking from a perspective of the Bible. And then I'm going to give a, like my opinion right. um, as believers, you know, there's a scripture that says, you know, to, we are um, on this world, we live in this world, but we're not of it. Right. So we get that, you know, our identity is not found in the world and different things like that. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you abase yourself right. from the reality and the enjoyment of this world. Because what we also have Thanks. to remember is that God gave us this world, right? He gave us this world to enjoy it. Um, even though, you know, sin wasn't, you know, sin changed the course and it changed the trajectory of what God desired. But even when we're talking about people with relationships with God, and I'm assuming that these people that have relationships with God, um, have been redeemed by Christ or they believe in Christ. If the struggle is, wow, I'm a Christian or I'm a quote unquote believer per se, but I also like to do this and do that. I think I would say to that person, you have to understand that. For one, your identity is not necessarily found in the world, but you do have an experience in this world and it is okay to experience the world. And I think that, you know, um, we can't be so, let me use my words wisely, (laughs) Um, because, yeah. You can't, we can't be so yeah and if you want to have conversations with me hit me up because right. i'm i'm the one to have a conversation <laughs> um don't care i will challenge you right so and you should be able to challenge people I but so, um, without getting into a like full-blown argument yeah it's like and if you it's do get it and if you exactly it's agree to disagree and if you do get angry um you that's you good need, yeah but if you get angry to the point where it it makes you run away from having a challenging conversation that speaks to the lack of maturity and the lack of substance that you have. But I ain't gonna go there. Um, um, we, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it in the lane in which you asked the question. So um, I think that we have to understand that you got to be free from the spirit of self righteousness. Mm. And what will happen is a lot of times most Christians that have valid faith in god and they are believers blood blood bought washed and filled with the spirit of god they don't really know what the word of god says and so they depend on what church and what people say don't do 
Okay. Right. And so you can't do this or you can't do that. And most of these people, I'm not speaking for everybody, but most of these people, I can guarantee you statistically in my experience within my sphere of leadership and just the conversations in my eyes, watching people and also my own experience, because I had to kind of detox and kind of deconstruct a lot of stuff that that didn't add up you know like this thing this was church gotcha. this wasn't necessarily what god says and so we need to understand that okay cool like i can still have a um valid and secure relationship with god but i can also still have an experience in this world and so and having an experience in this world doesn't necessarily mean you sinning right right let's talk about that because yeah. it's, it's it's like okay there's <laughs> There's a lot of conversation around sin mm-hmm. and the obvious sins that we know to be. And then, you know, whether people are believers or God or not, they have a conscience. And so, you know, if you're doing something wrong or not, but specifically speaking about people that have relationships with God and that are in the covenant with God, um, a lot of people say, nah, bro, you look like the world or you doing this or you're doing that. And it's almost like you're now bound by this chain of like, I, I love God. Right. I really do. And not only do I love God, I have fruit right. in my life to show that I am I'm being changed by him. Um, but I almost feel arrested by the fact that if I do anything is going to it's going to um, uh, invalidate mm. my relationship with God. Right. Right. And so right. I think that that's what I mean by like those type of people. You have to ask yourself a question. Um I hear what people tell me or I hear what I tell myself or what I think about this particular thing, but have I taken the time to study scripture for myself to study and understand culture? Cause we got to understand culture, even Jesus himself. And I ain't trying to like preach, but I do. I mean, you asked, so I want to kind of go there a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Even Jesus himself being perfect and being, being uh, God in the flesh of the son, right? Um, Christ, he engaged with culture and a lot of people didn't like that like the the sadducees and the pharisees they didn't like they missed the revelation of who he was because he was engaging with the world right you know and so my the, the my point is this is that stop thinking that every engagement of the world is wrong because not every engagement of this world is wrong yes we know there's evil yes we know there's sin yes we know that there's um a, a realm of um, principalities and evilness that are ruling this world in, in, in a sense, but also you got to understand that your identity is found in God for one. Right. And so if you believe and you know, and you're sure about it, you should not allow engagements. What people say you is okay or right. not okay for you uh, to determine like, your validity in your faith with God. And so I do think that we got to become more critical thinkers. I think that we got to become better students of the word. And I think that we have to stop being so emotional, like, Mm -hmm. and stop overly spiritualizing things. There is a context for spiritual things and there's a context for the natural. If God did not want us to have a natural experience, he wouldn't have given us a, a natural body. True. That's my argument for yeah. that. And I can go on and on about it, but the, the reality of it is this. You can be a great believer or Christian or believer or whatever or have a relationship with God and rob yourself of 
the whirlpool of opportunity and goodness that is up that is in this world Mm -hmm. simply because your lack of knowledge and your misunderstanding and so how you believe a thing it's what's going to determine your life and it's going to either keep you in bondage or is going to you're going to be able to die one day and say wow i did live a life for god i did live a life after christ but mm-hmm. i also lived a, f- a fulfilled life right and there's a difference there's a lot of people that believe in god but they're bitter and they're right. girl go outside and go to the park or get some go friends skydiving. go skydiving be adventurous yeah. like i'm sorry to tell you and i'm sorry to bust a lot of religious bubbles my god is not boring right if he was boring he wouldn't have made me that's facts because i'm not boring right. and if, if i made his image if you're made in his image if we're made in his image like god he 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 is cool but and like I you th- said he created this earth, this earth for us exactly go and so it, go experience it. i think that people have to understand if you are a believer and if christ is the factor that sin now doesn't have the power over us to rule um what we can and cannot do it and, and more so becomes this this idea that wow okay by by grace i've been saved you know by grace and, and faith i've been saved and now i'm learning to live a life in such a way that is honorable and pleasing to god but also a life that is that is first pushing me toward the purpose of god in christ jesus but also teaching me how to live a fulfilled life in the world because if the world didn't matter after christ came for us right. and rose again the whole world would have been destroyed right like that we're, we're getting there one day that's not that's not the goal and so while you're here you need to enjoy this life and you not need to feel bad for um kiss quote-unquote i don't want to say loving but having a love for mm-hmm. the experiences you have yeah. in this world stop being religious be free <laughs> in your mind right. in jesus name right. i said <laughs> okay so what um that was good. That was a lot. <laughs> no, no, that yeah, was good. That was, that was good. good. Um, cool. With a lot of people, because I know you said it, you mentioned it often that you grew up in the church. Yeah. And a lot of people uh, grow up in the church. Yeah. And with that, you stated also, you know, a lot of people feel like they live, they have to live a life for Christ, but therefore they don't live a life of this world, mm-hmm. experiencing those things that He, in a sense, created for us. Yeah. I'm gonna just say that. Yeah. And That's so, good. That's good. what what do you think about? Because I know a lot of people state the fact that church is practically a business, mm. right? Do you think that because people think it's a business, that that's why there is that specific structure of, okay, what I'm taught is what I have to live, and that's that only? Yeah, not necessarily. I do think that the church does have a structure of the business. Not, I don't think nothing, nothing is wrong with that. But I think that the reason we see so much of that is the, mis, is the lack of authenticity and representation. Like... We don't see enough leaders in the church, per se, living a life that is true to what they speak, but also true to their human experience. Like, right. And so because of that, and we judge people, right? And I do think that we have to judge reasonably according to the word of God, but never to the point where you rob people of their authenticity in the expression of their existence. Right. Because I think that's where now we start to deal with the constraints and I think the refinements of just being a religious person. Mm. Um, and so I think that uh, honestly, like you're not going to, it's, it goes back to being self-righteous in a way, but yeah. also I think it's, it's fear. A lot of people do this, like you say, perhaps 
because of the whole like the church people say church is a business and because they say this you have to do it and we know that in, in like business and corporate world like right you know there's a certain tone yeah. and a certain and so i do think there's a standard that we have to abide by but even abiding to the standard doesn't mean that you have to relinquish your authenticity right and i think that that's what we're lacking in our experience in our culture of the church per se and then also i think that so many people are so brainwashed and so caught up in their their ex, their church experience yeah. that that's all they experience and they never experience the kingdom of God and the goodness of God. And so they live a life basing their self on these laws and these rituals and these um, consistencies, I guess, for the lack of better words that are in direct co contradiction to what they believe right. honestly so it's like but that's kind of going back to like the <clears throat> i know we had a conversation conversation before of mm. of you know sometimes you notice that church people are the yeah. people who have the least amount of faith mm -hmm. because they 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 study these things and they all these practices and, and the word and but yet they don't go and actually abide by it and mm. live by it and um use it in the sense of okay well i'm taught this mm -hmm. but that's it like that's where it stops like mm -hmm. i'm not gonna apply it. like when times are hard i'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and boohoo cry and blame the world and blame everything but myself mm. you know what i mean and, and versus just saying okay this is when i need my faith mm -hmm. it's not you don't need it when you're sitting in the church yeah. praising i mean yes talk about it but mainly it's when you once you step out those doors and life hits you it's like okay well this is when you apply it so it's like for people who there there's a structure in the church that i think i think personally in my opinion that there needs to be a restructuring of a church with a new foundation to start with a new foundation of like you said that authenticity that mm -hmm. allows people to see that faith looks completely different for everybody but at mm -hmm. the same time how do i apply it not just how do i teach it how do i apply it mm -hmm. because you can tell people all day you know pray 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 get on your knees repent but what does that look like because mm -hmm. some people some people are uncomfortable with that i'm not gonna lie to you that i i've never once actually sat and prayed on my knees mm -hmm. but i've gotten to a point where i've cried my eyes out and fallen to the ground right you see what i'm saying so right. it's it, it it was an experience though it wasn't like a, oh i pray every night on my knees right but also praying looks different for me i pray sometimes when i'm in the car yeah or when i'm in the grocery store yeah. or i've literally found myself praying at the most randomest times and that's okay exactly and i think people feel like they have to be in a specific place or mm. in a specific position or whatever it's i think the things that we're taught like you said we have to relinquish some of it mm -hmm. therefore allowing it to be more uh a more of a broad spectrum to say that this is still acceptable mm -hmm. to Christ and to, you know, to be able to, you know, have your prayers heard and yeah. to be able to do all these things. I think people think there is a specific structure mm. that was brought on in the sense of that, that business. Okay. This is church. This is what it looks like. Cause I'm not talking just business, like financially, I'm talking yeah. like business in the way it's ran. Yeah. The execution you know, exactly. Yeah. I agree. Um, really good stuff. I like it. <laughs> Come on. I mean, stop <laughs> playing Z. stop playing <laughs> whoa she's out here teaching she's dropping bars of wisdom but i'm gonna say this to respond to the first point you made because you said some really good stuff um i think that most people church i'm, I'm only talking about church people right yeah. now or people christians if you would yeah 
use their faith to look good and not mm. to be good. be good exactly yeah and and christ transforms us to be good yeah um they're the most judgmental i'm sorry to yeah, say it and so i've, I've and experienced it, the most judgmental people being christian people absolutely and it's it's a sad unfortunate truth and i hate it um and i think it goes back to that word self-righteousness that i use like when you use something to ridicule your environment or those around you right but you don't hold yourself accountable to the standard that part so really what that sounds like to me is hypocrisy right so you're just a hypocrite a glorified hypocrite at that um and i think (laughs) (laughs) i think that in order for it's crazy you talk to me about this because i was just thinking about this and been writing about this a little bit um i i wouldn't say that there needs to be a re and i know what you meant by this but this is what i think i wouldn't say that there needs to be a reconstruction in the foundation and what i mean by foundation is that the foundation when it comes to our faith in god or in christ is consistent it's christ the word of god doesn't need to be changed the word of god can't change It's the same today yesterday and forevermore and it will come to continue and return to reveal itself as such however comma i do think there needs to be a reconstruction in or in the structure of how people express themselves within right. their faith. I I do believe that um, there is one way to salvation through Christ. However, I do not believe that, with, and, and, and salvation is narrow, right? One way, right? But I don't necessarily think that spirituality, mm-hmm. a person's spiritual experience is linear. Right. right. I think it exactly. can be very broad. I think it's there's a spectrum that can't be and measured. Not even being a line at this point. Right. It, you're right. <laughs> you could be it going can be so circles broad. and squares and and and, and that's yeah. okay because and we don't and people get mad because they want to be able to control. Yeah. They and you, want that and you, you 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 tend to judge what you can't understand, what you don't Always. know, um, instead of yielding or desiring to get information and understanding or pray you know or pray for your neighbor instead of judging your neighbor like or having a conversation there's Mm -hmm. so much power um and in the interaction of talking to people to get an understanding of why do you think that way right? right and so i think um we also need to understand is that i don't personally think that your spiritual expression and how you go about i do think that certain things there are certain laws just like we have certain laws that we have to abide by right there are certain spiritual laws that are set in motion that we have to follow right in order to see a um a reproduction right Right. of what we're sowing or what we're hoping for um and god's word is going to be consistent in that however i think that there is something uniquely embedded in each of us that only god fully understands right and i think that it is your your job and and it's the journey of faith to allow christ and even yourself to grow in your understanding and honestly had i just kept the small mind that i had when i first found christ i would not be effective Hmm. and that would then pose a question to me did god really call me for his glory right because i'm gonna tell you this what the level in which you cap yourself is the level in which god will use you so like if you literally close your mind off and you become so stubborn and you lack the ability to have perspective god can't do nothing with you right right and so yeah you probably reach someone but let's say you reach 10 percent, and god really created you to reach 100 percent. 
but you get back to God with blood on your hands because you weren't willing to undergo the stretching needed yeah. for capacity and substance to be filled because there was there was one person you needed to meet that let's just say for example they were atheists and they were they were smart and they listened to what you said and they watched how there was a contradiction in your words in your life right. and they challenged you but you weren't you didn't have the maturity and the uh, capacity to be accountable enough to withstand the challenge and so now you lose a soul that that soul probably had a nation in them connected to them that had you had a conversation because right. it's not our job to persuade people to change hearts that's the, exactly. that's the job of god that's the power of christ god is christ doesn't need our help in that way exactly he commissioned us to preach the gospel to live it out that's it that's it you need to allow <laughs> jesus <it. laughs> to do what only jesus did exactly. he was the only one on that cross not you right and so or, or, or he was the only one on the cross that his blood could 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 wash away the sins of this world yeah and so there's no opinion needed in that regard god doesn't need our assistance he needs our partnership yeah he needs us to have understanding of our existence and why we're here and our purpose and i think that until people understand that and until people first are willing to judge themselves reasonably right and challenge themselves reasonably um you will continue to raise up a church of hypocritical people um, that never accept the truth of their humanity. Because another thing is this is like, it's easy to have faith. It doesn't take intelligence to have faith and to believe right. in God. That's why the word of God says, you know, all we need is a mustard seed of faith to move a mountain. Right. Right. And, that, and that's I'm, so minute. I'm, like that's right. so, oh my gosh. And it, he's such a fair God. So, so many people say God is not fair. People that don't know God know God and I understand from their different experiences and the questions that they have are, are um, genuine reasonable questions like how can God do this or that but right. when you talk about it at the baseline of like giving people the opportunity to to uh, get salvation because it is God's desire that all men are saved because right. the Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and it's not the will of the father that any right. man perishes although right. people preach that all the time so a lot of people are going to perish um, not necessarily because they didn't want to believe in God. Right. They were turned away because of misrepresentation of Christ. Exactly. And so I think that there is a heavier responsibility on the church per se as the kingdom of God, not just church how we know it. Because right. some of these churches need to be knocked down and built back up. Right. I'm with you on that. For so <laughs> they need to be knocked down to the bottom and Literally. built back up. And there needs to be voices. Right. There needs to be voices of change, prophetic yeah. voices, prophets, whatever you want to call it, however you think of it like that. But people that will be willing to stand and go against the grain, yeah. because I don't understand why people get upset when people have questions. If you have faith in God mm -hmm. and you use it as an excuse to not know how to ask an intelligible question. You don't know God, baby. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, and, and if you know God, yeah. you know a small version of a God that can't even be measured. And so now you're boxing God, and that in itself yeah. How rude. is <laughs> defensive. Yeah. I mean, offensive to God. Yeah. And it, I would think that is sinful to reject the possibility of his revelation because right. you think you know it all. Right. And so that self-righteous religious people, that's how the Pharisees were. They missed the God they wrote about. When he was right in their face, yeah, because they were so blinded by the customs of their traditions. Mm -hmm. Traditions are 
cool, but they, they have to change with the times. They do. The word doesn't have to change, but as culture changes, God always raises up new people because we have new problems. Right. And every person that is raised up is going to come with a certain DNA that is not going to necessarily look like yours. Right. That's why they're going to they're, they may disagree with you. And it's so that's why the Bible said it's OK to agree to disagree. Right. I think we have too many yes men. I agree. And, and, and yeah. you can't you can't say you want to be a leader. And they're also yes men to the wrong people. Exactly. And I, I'm 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 all for serving and submission. However, serving, whether you're in the church or not, like no one can escape the reality of authority, right? Right, right. But in that, I don't think that people should relinquish their authenticity because if you relinquish your authenticity of who you are, then I heard it like this, the people that need to be delivered, they won't get delivered because you're being somebody else. That's crazy. That's that's good. Like imagine, <laughs> like real quick, like imagine if Martin Luther King pretended to be something that he wasn't. wasn't. So the quickest way, the well, quickest way. you wouldn't way, went to the school you went to, and I wouldn't went to the school. Right, you went to, like yeah. we we wouldn't even have, have this past conversation. conversation yeah. You know, so this is not happen chance. It may feel like oh, this is just by coincidence, but yeah. nothing catches God by surprise. I think that people need to understand this: God can do way more with us open spirit than He can do with a religious spirit. Yeah, and and really, what I mean by open spirit, because people are like open spirit, you just open anything. No, <laughs> chill. What I mean by that is that a heart that is malleable, right? Yeah. A heart that can be molded, right? Because yeah. he, he, he's the potter with the clay. And I think when we relinquish control of who we're becoming, we become more effective. Yeah. And that is why I think a lot of people struggle in the church. When I say a lot of people, are people that have walked with God for such a long time struggle with the person that knew nothing about God, Christ redeemed them and they come into the kingdom of God and they affect more change than the person that preached Christ to them ever did in a lifetime. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're, they're doing way more within the first 10 months, the first couple years of their tenure in, in the faith. Right. Yeah. And so people whether you realize it or not prophetically you got to understand this that yes christ in itself and the in, uh, constitution of the word will never change but the church is always changing right and it's a good thing we should be changing because we are uh the bride and we're not perfect he is he's the groom and so we're being perfected and therefore you have to understand that um there's um there's a lot of coming and going there's a lot of weeding out right what is not good for us and then we're growing and maturing there's growing pains in that and religious people don't like that because it's almost like this we want people to come to jesus and then we want to control the growth right can't do that that's not your job that's right. the holy ghost job so sit back and allow people to become and let people choose whether or not they're going to obey god you cannot, I, I'm talking to somebody, I'm yeah. helping somebody. Yeah. You let people choose yeah. whether or not they are going to control God. Because what you have to understand is that every man is housed with a soul right. and a will. And God is intentional about that. And I understand accountability, authority, and discipleship, and, right. and, and preach, preaching truth. No one's telling um, us to, to hold back from the truth. But after you speak the truth. Yeah. You cannot control if the soil will receive the seed. 
You can't do that. And so you just got to plant those seeds, let them fall where they may and allow God to do the watering and allow people to work out their. The Bible says this. We are called to work out our own soul salvation. And so really what I think that means is that we have to struggle and fight through like we have this hope of glory, this hope of faith that we have. And so I think so many people since this is how we got here, so many people are turned off by the church and I think they give God a bad rep. Yeah. And it ain't got nothing to do with God. And I'm sorry. Well, because remember, that's what they were taught when they yeah. were in the church, even mm-hmm. though they don't like it and they were shunned from the church. Right. That, that's what they were taught within the church while they were in the church. Think about this. Why, if Christ came to set the captive free, mm-hmm. why do you think people that are uh, in captivity in their sin or whatever, right, or in bondage of whatever, um, why would they come to the one who was supposed to set them free? just to be enslaved again by oppressors in the church <laughs> think about like yeah. that there's that's, that, that, that's very uh it's like an oxymoron yeah. that almost contradicts god and god is not a liar right he's not a man that he should lie so god is not the problem we are and 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 think in order to fix the problem we have to face the reality of it we yeah. have to acknowledge it because you cannot expect anything to change until there's an an acknowledgement and i'm going to tell you something self righteous religious people whether they intend to or not they lack the ability to be aware of their own faults mm. and so the moment you become aware of your own faults and your own uh, flaws and you accept them and you allow yourself grace from God to work through them, you then stop bleeding on people Mm -hmm. and infecting their minds with this religious, uh, very controlling and manipulative, which is evil. That's evil. That's very demonic, if you would. Um, You stop infecting people and you start bringing healing and restoration. And then we stop delaying people's process. Some people stop growing because they have bad experiences Mm -hmm. in their faith. They stop growing in their faith because they have bad experiences with God's people. And then we get mad and we talk about them like a dog. Well, really, you should be talking about yourself and saying, hey, what is it about me that I need to change? Because one thing, Jesus being perfect and without sin, spotless, right? Jesus still in his divinity was relatable to humanity right and i'm sorry if you're demonizing everything about your humanity i promise you (laughs) i promise you bro hear me loud and clear you're not going to be effective for god you're not going to be effective in the kingdom of god and if you're wanting to bridge gaps and bring help the world come to the church it ain't happening because what's happening is you're delusional and you're not accepting realities Mm. there are some things that are not real but there are a lot of things that are real and i think in the church we use blankets of our religion our religion to cover up things instead of talking about i believe that if we have more conversations that will lead people out of sin quicker i agree I think that I if we had a conversation to, to actually draw a line to what actually is sin, not from your preference and right. your bias, but uh, that, from that. your preference and your bias, because that's what right. a lot of religion is based on. Because if it's in the word, of, I'm, I'm just not a, I'm not a, a component of making the Bible say something it doesn't. It doesn't. I'm sorry. I know, I know, especially like very like 
deep people and I get it because I'm deep too and I believe in deliverance I believe in the power the supernatural power of God right manifested in our lives as believers of Christ however comma you can't make stuff up because you had this deep experience and two you can't make your experience your neighbor's experience exactly and so we all have grace but what was you may not be grace for what I've been grace for right and you know and so I think that we have to stop being in control and understand we're not God. Mm. We're his sent ones. And we still have to be accountable to the reality that his ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And there are going to be some things that we're not going to be able to understand. So my thing is this, if you see a problem, instead of judging problems and talking about problems, hold your opinions and become a solution. If you can't become a solution, shut up. Shut like up that. because yeah. what you're doing is you're 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 just adding to the chains of bondage in people's lives. And then no matter how much you try to solidify it or validate your words. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Christ sets people free. And so what people can relate to and respond to is love. And if Always. you don't have the yeah. you don't you don't gotta come and talk on deep or whatever. If you if you love somebody they're going to remember you, and the Bible says it, they're going to remember you by the love you show. Yeah. You know, how you treat people really matters. And so the fact that, wow, like someone talks to me, maybe they never knew me, and they personally, and but they knew of my accolades or they knew of my profession. Oh, he's a Christian man. Yeah. And they probably never think in a million years we can have a, con- a real conversation about anything, right. which I'm open book. I really don't care. I'll talk about anything. Same. So it's like, I mean, hence this podcast. Right. Like, who, who am I? I don't care. Right. I mean, what you uncomfortable for? <laughs> right. Get free. Right. You know, and, but, and then they realize, wow, I had these preconceived, no- this yeah. preconceived notion about this person because he was in faith. And I'm tired of that. I'm That's here. so true. I'm, I'm here to break down this false perception that every Christian hates people because of how how you think how you live your life what your sexuality is no that is not the reality i'm not to cut you yeah you are um hmm. you are the first person that i actually experienced what you just said with wow so for me i've experienced a lot of people um you know of christ or of the church and however you want to identify yourself um to be judgmental to hmm. be you know they give you that energy that you have to be like they are this person they're standoffish or they're not going to be willing to be open to conversation or whatnot it took me a while to even be open and like just myself around you because of that preconceived you know that that notion of like okay well this is who he is and this is what he knows and you know he's not going to really care for me in my situation but it is what it is Mm. i'm still love and respect him regardless but the more time i spent around you I realized that regardless if, if that's who you were or not, I had to just remain myself because that's how I attract who I want to attract in my life. If I continue to put these uh, ideologies and just things on people like, okay, yeah. this is who they're supposed to be and that's how they're going to treat me because of this is who I am, really and truly, I'm indirectly judging myself. Yep. So it's not about, I'm thinking, when, you, when people think like that, I realize that we are prejudging ourselves. And we don't think we're good enough to be around certain people, yeah. whereas that's, that's not the good. case. You know yeah. what I mean? And so the moment I realized that I'm good enough to be in any room, because if I'm there, God put me there for a reason, mm-hmm. whether I'm there to change it or if I'm there to grow from it. Ooh. And so it's, it's, Yo, <laughs> it's good, really just you have, having to learn like 
I'm I'm worthy of conversation with anybody. Yeah, you know, and to to experience my life of I've been in rooms with millionaires, mm-hmm. multimillionaires, and like close buddy conversations. I'm like, yo, like I'm meant to be here. Like I'm yeah. meant to do these things. Yeah, I, just because I live my life differently from people doesn't mean I don't have something to bring to the table. It doesn't disqualify you. Exactly, and yeah. it took me forever to learn that, and I was just like. No, not to learn it, to believe it. You know what I mean? And right, because so, we learn a lot of stuff, but exactly, we don't really believe it. I mean, exactly. that's what the church is full of. Because shoot out, shoot out, shout out to my parents. They taught me that a long time ago. Like they they drilled it in me, but I didn't actually believe it for mm. myself. Yeah. Until I experienced it, and I mean, you you really don't believe in something to experience it. So this is true. And and it's kind of hard to, for a lot of people because they don't get that chance to experience it, or they stop themselves from that experience like right. you said earlier so right and so I don't know. it's almost yeah. like this like for one judgment robs people of the opportunity to show who they are yeah always and then for two it's like on the other side of the spectrum the people that are experiencing the ridicule of judgment yeah. you got to make a conscious decision to not allow judgment to rob you from experience with god because you're right. still going to be held accountable Right. And I think that no matter how we look at it, I think there's work that needs to be done in the perception on both sides. That Wait, back up. I'm sorry. You said something about don't allow judgment to ridicule you, to stop you from technically having a relationship with God. Yeah, Is that the person judging or the one being judged? The one, the one being judged. Okay. Right? And, and actually, it can be both. But I'm, I'm really speaking because I feel like we got into the vein of this conversation yeah. or this topic within the conversation of how so many people how they feel like they're going to be bashed or rejected because of who they are um, and because they may look different or have questions or different things like that. And so I think while we are uh, validating the fact that, hey, there needs to be some change on the side of the judges, right? Right. But there also needs to be a change. It's a a two-way street. And I think that until people accountability right relationships yeah always accountability is a game changer and i think that there needs to be a shift in perception on on both sides that 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 you need to stop assuming that everybody whether you believe in god or not stop assuming that people that believe in god or believe in christ hate you yeah or gonna write you off or demonizing you yeah, that's, but that's hard to change. No, no, I know, and and because that's a lifetime reality, worth of experience for people. Sometimes, right. sometimes, and then sometimes it's some. It can be whether my thing is this. My point is this. I guess my I don't. Know, it's not an argument, but my point is whether you're coming up against a lifetime experience mm-hmm. before you or within your own span of life. This is what you experience, yeah, or not. At the end of the day, you still have a choice to make a decision to say you know what in spite of this because we we give we give people more chances chances than we give god where i'm going with this is this it it blows my mind that people that don't believe in god per se or they want to believe in god but for whatever reason they're struggling crossover because of the ridicule and the judgment they get from church people or christian folks or whatever you want to call it right um and they blame it on them. But my thing is, you give your ex 10 chances, Listen, you gave this person, and talk they showed it. you who they were, talk and you still it. lay with them. But you don't know a God that has nothing to do talk about with it. the oppression that you suffered all the time. Sheesh. Not to say that he's absent of the reality of your experience. I'm not invalidating no one's experience, right. but it's like, bro, no, that's right. not fair accountability because we got to still understand that we're in, when we talk about... <laughs> being one with god 
being in relationship in any type of covenant, yeah. there has to be accountability. And so it's almost like from God's perspective, we're like, dang, you didn't even give me an opportunity to right. show you how much I love you. Right. You didn't even give me an opportunity to to speak my case because everybody that represents me doesn't necessarily represent me well. Right. We already know how that works. And so in your own experience from you extracting information, I still think, yes, it is hard, but there's no excuse because everybody can say that. Like, I can say that because I had certain, I didn't have a dad, my own biological father, mm -hmm. that I couldn't be here, that I, could, I couldn't True. speak. I couldn't, I couldn't um, be a father figure to people. I couldn't be a leader yeah. to people because I never had that. I could have made that decision. Right. That was so, it's so much easier for me to, to rely on that. The, the reality of that excuse, but it's still an excuse. And I think when, when accountability enters the room, it draws a line and it makes you decide. Awesome. No, that's good. That was sheesh. Yo. I'm not gonna lie. I enjoyed having you here, man. Thanks. You asked some really good questions. Thank you. I appreciate it. Took some time and effort. Yes. Well, and actually, it was really like mental. You know, yeah. I think th I think people think coming up with questions take forever. No. It's really just wanting to know. It's really just figuring out what you want to get out of the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And not only for me, but for the listeners. Yeah. And so I think these are questions I would ask, but hopefully now that people start watching more, that they will send in more questions that they want to know yeah. you know because any topic is open on this podcast because what yeah. this is the real talk podcast but before we wrap it up let them know where they can find you on, on social media um you can follow me on the gram at Carell andrews so that's spelled c-a-r-r-e-l-l -L andrews a-n-d-r-e-w-s appreciate it we appreciate you we appreciate having you hey, um, i appreciate being here before we wrap this up my last thing to you is what's the realest thing somebody's ever said to you stop I mean, judging yourself Sheesh. How, how did that change I'm you? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm about to cry. No, that's okay. Yes. Oh, that really hit me, man, because, oh, shoot. It's okay. Jesus. It's okay. Um, stop judging yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think co connected to that was uh, I, I asked a friend, I said, hey, why do you think I'm so hard on myself? Because he said, you don't love yourself enough. Mm. Like, like you don't fully love you yeah. because you've learned to be who you're not. Wow. God doesn't require you to be who you're not. Wow. When you change, yeah. it's because now you become that. But I never really gave myself time to change. Mm. And so when I stop being God, because I can't be God, but when I stopped judging myself, that changed me. And that was the that was the metamorphosis that took place. Yeah. Uh, and that was a revelation. And I think that I stopped. I think I had some resentment toward God because I never could understand understand why i can love people so well mm -hmm. but i don't extend that same love for me wow. and i stopped doing that and so i shut up for a season until i could actually say corel what stop judging yourself right forgive yourself and love yourself right because it is a dangerous thing to give love to people and take all of it away from yourself yeah yeah so wow not not to make Jeez. this deep, no, but the spirit hit me. So for real, that was, that was a game great. changer. Wow, yeah, that's awesome. I appreciate you, man. This is hey. y'all. This is the real talk pocket. I'm excited. Listen, this is only episode one. Well, technically, Whew. this might be episode two. So for y'all listening, Yo. this is good. This is good. I appreciate y'all for tuning in, Carol. We I appreciate you for coming and Thanks, agreeing to be here. Me. Absolutely. Uh, we signing out. Y'all. We'll see so y'all next episode. Right. Appreciate see it. See y'all. <laughs>